If your mentor don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Shaker from SPM Play, and today we're doing our Jumbo Jungle Book review. Hi Poppy. Hi Jacob. Hi Alex. Hi. And today we have a special guest, and his name is Tyler. Hi Tyler. Hello. How you doing? Good, good, good. Nice to have you, Tyler. Thank you. This was uh, kind of an impromptu episode. We're trying to get back into the swing of things. You know, we take our break usually during the school year. If, if we're lucky, we'll do an episode or two. Um, but I think we're going to start getting back to our regular schedule along with the new summer movies. So this is our first review in a while, Jacob. So how's it feel to be back? Good. You sound so excited. So, um, we're gonna have we're gonna have some check it out and some can't wait. Um, let's start with Cantoid. Yeah, we're gonna do a uh, some um, some stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do a classic episode and check it, actually we do check it out. We're gonna do check it out first and then it can't wait. Okay. Okay. All right, ready. All right, so we're going to talk about three movies today. The first one in our Check It Out is a movie that we've all seen. Uh, we all saw it together. Superman. And it's Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. Yep. All right, so let's do our, our kind of our, what we normally do for a review. I'll read the IMDb description, and then let's get into whether people should or should not check this out. So it might come off sort of as a kind of mini review, um, and if it does, that's okay, but it's not our main review, so we'll talk about it briefly. All right, so Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, directed by Zack Snyder, starring Henry Cavill as Superman again from Man of Steel. And Ben Affleck in his first turn as Batman in the description says, Fearing that the actions of Superman are left unchecked, Batman takes on the Man of Steel while the world wrestles with what kind of hero it really needs. So that's the description in IMDb. So, uh, Tyler, we'll start with you since you're a guest. Uh, and should should our FPM play listeners check this out? Yes or no? I think yes. I would give it. Um, well, you don't. You don't have to give it a rating. Just just um, to tell it. Give you your general thoughts on the movie. I think. It, it, I think it was. I think the movie was really good. I liked the part where Wonder Woman came in. Oh, the movie. no spoilers! No spoilers! Oh, no spoilers! Just talk about in general if you like like the action, the story. Okay, so one thing I did not like about it was that Ben Affleck, the character who was playing Batman, I didn't really like him that much. I like I liked the Batman that was in The Dark Knight Rises better. You, you like Christian Bale better than Ben Affleck? Yeah. Um, I liked Well, the things that I didn't like was how um these characters are well known, right? But they kind of took a dark toll or like dark, a dark turn. Yeah. Through the movie instead of um uh like a more lighter one like the Marvel movies. But 
other than that, I think it was pretty good. Okay. Um, so I've, I've probably been a comic book fan longer than both of you have been alive. Um, I started reading comic books when I was in the second grade. I was in the hospital for about a month. One of my dad's friends brought me some comic books, and I just fell in love, and I've been a comic book fan ever since. I've, I've primarily been a Marvel guy, and if you've listened to the show, you know that. Um, but I do like the DC heroes, right? DC had a great Justice League cartoon that was on Cartoon, I think it was on cartoon Network. Yeah, cartoon, mm-hmm. cartoon Network. It was Justice League, and then it turned into Justice League Unlimited, and they had the Watchtower out in space, and they had tons of heroes, and it was phenomenal. I loved it. Then we got... Arrow on the CW, which is kind of dark, but they started to turn a little bit lighter with more heroes. Then we got the Flash, and the Flash is just amazing and awesome. I love the Flash. <sighs> then we got Batman versus Superman, <laughs> and it's something that I've always wanted to see. So I was excited when they announced it, but everything I saw about the movie left me wanting. Left me wanting. Um, and the thing is, I love Zack Snyder as a director. I love his movies. Um, I actually liked Man of Steel up until the end. You know, again, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I didn't like the end of Man of Steel. The beginning of this movie actually makes Man of Steel, the, the, that, that whole ending makes that work. Because um, you see what happens in that ending battle, but from the ground, and, you know, it's, it's really powerful. Um, but yeah, the movie's just a little too dark for me. I like the light superheroes and, you know... Um, the comedy in it. Oh, I also like superheroes that want to be superheroes, right? I mean, because it's like nobody wants to be a superhero in this movie. Like like Wonder Woman. She's the only one who's like, you know, hey, I got these powers and yeah. I'm use them. I'm, you know, I'm, but then I, like, he was just like a little bit too serious and stuff. He was like, bruh. Well, see, now, now the, the thing with with Ben Affleck's Batman is that at this point, he's been Batman for a long time. He's been through a lot, and it just, he's, his, just keeps on getting worse, right? You saw the, the uniform of Robin in the Batcave, and it looks like maybe the Joker actually killed an earlier Robin. Dick Grayson. The um, Wayne Manor was like almost like burnt down to the ground. He's not had a good life. So I, I can understand how he's a little bitter and just upset and, and this old grumpy old man. Um, but I, I like the I like the costume a little because with the um the lights you, you're not used used to seeing that and like he changed he he's basically like the Iron Man of DC Comics basically. Yeah, well, yeah, because he had, auto gadgets. Yep, he's the he's really rich. Yep, yep, he's got the money, he's got the smarts, the gadgets. You're right, he, but in dark. And Dark Knight Rises when he when Batman was with um when when he was captured by Bane and those two those two old dudes were trying to hit, like help him to get stronger uh-huh. he was just like a weak old ninety eight year old man yeah it took him a while to, so so that's two different versions of Batman right so the Dark Knight the one you're talking about with Christian Bale that's a more realistic grounded approach like if if somebody were to really be Batman. That's what you know, kind of what it'd be like. Whereas this one was closer to the comic book Batman, other than the fact that he was shooting guns. But right? comic book Batman doesn't shoot guns. But he, uh, oh, but he, oh yeah, he was shooting guns. He did. But he, but he wasn't yeah. like he wasn't like the um, he wasn't like Bat um, woman, Batgirl. Like the, in the new Fifty Two, there's a Batgirl and she uses guns. 
Batwoman, I think. Yeah, Batwoman. Yeah, because there's a Batgirl and there's a Batwoman. It's two different characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually liked, the, other than the whole gun thing, I actually liked this Batman. Um, I like the way he looked. I like the costume. I thought it looked more like the comic book. Um, I like I like the whole approach of he's the old kind of grumpy veteran, and, <laughs> and here's this new hero that comes on the block and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's reckless and he kind of has to get him under control. I'm okay with all of that. Like the overall structure, I'm okay with that. Right. Like he was also well protected because of like the metal and stuff. And then, but one thing I I think that would that would probably make the movie better is. If they had Catwoman, like when so when Batman and Superman were about to fight, uh-huh. I think if Catwoman was with Batman, and then Wonder Woman maybe could have came earlier in the movie, that would be cool. So let me ask you this: What was the reason for having Wonder Woman in the movie? Hmm. If you took Wonder Woman out of the movie, do you think the movie would still work? Yeah. Or was she like, was she just what we call fundamental to the story? Like, does the story break down and make no sense if you take Wonder Woman out of it? Well, I mean, yeah, kinda, because then you wouldn't see the Justice League. That doesn't. You can take that out, and you, it would still Post-credit be post credit scene. It would still be Batman versus Superman. I think. I mean, it would still make sense, but if you took Wonder Woman out, they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't have won because. They were tired. They were tired too after they fought each other. And then Wonder Woman, she just she's like fresh and stuff. Yeah. She got off the plane with her suit on. She was like, "I'm ready to take this dude down." Wait, wait, wait! Spoiler alert! We're, we're talking spoilers. That's not that big of a spoiler. Some of that stuff is in the trailers. And again, it has been a few weeks since the movie came out. But it, it seems like Wonder Woman didn't even want to be a superhero. You said nobody wanted to be a superhero, right? But she didn't even want to. She was like hiding in the shadows. She hesitated a while. But and then she was like looking at this little movie screen with the um, the news. Yeah, and, and she's like, I realize that I must help. <laughs> I like I, um. So, but what was her whole reason for even being there? Like, because Batman came across her at Lex Luthor's party. I mean, Batman kind of it looked like Batman in a movie. So, like, um, when Batman did, did Batman hack. Wonder Woman because like hack one. I one I have one thing to say. If if the picture wasn't there, if she already had the picture, she wouldn't be in the movie at all. You mean Lex Luthor? Yeah. It, if it. she if she owned that picture and nobody has seen it has seen it, then nobody would. She wouldn't care. But here's the thing: the picture is a hundred years old. It's a picture of a group of soldiers from World War One. Yeah, that Who? part was a little. It looked like it was a little scary, especially with the um, with the sound, with the sound to it, and the picture one with Wonder Woman and all those soldiers. That, it was. It looked. It sounded a little creepy. But what would have happened if that picture got posted to Facebook? <laughs> people, people would be like, you, "Oh, and she looks so young now." Right, they would be like, "Oh, you, you look just like this woman from a hundred years ago." Exactly. But they would never say, "Oh my God, it's you." <laughs> you know, they're just not going to do that. I mean, it's just a picture. It just, it was just a very flimsy reason to have her motivated to do anything in this movie. Um, I bet um, Jimmy Kimmel will figure it out like he did on um, his show, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, like he had a um, cutout scene and he figured out uh, um, it was the scene where. Batman and Superman Bruce were arguing. Clark Kent. Yeah, they were arguing, and then he looked at each other. He looked at um, Clark Kent, and he was like, "I know you." And he took off his um, he took off Clark Kent's 
glasses and he said, "You're a Superman." Did you see that, Tyler? His little skit on. So go, check it out on YouTube. It's actually pretty funny. Um, he he kind of puts himself into that party scene where Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne meet each other for the first time. Um, oh, I saw. Um, it was one of the late night shows. I forgot who it was, but um, the the main characters of um, Batman vs Superman were were on the show. I just forgot which late night sh- which late night show it was. It might have been Jimmy Kimmel. Um, oh, Jimmy Kimmel. So, uh, I mean, overall, th- there was a good movie somewhere. In the, th- there was a lot of cool scenes in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the actual battle between Batman versus Superman I thought was awesome. Um, but just this whole, like, you know, moody Superman where it's like, I don't even know if I want to be a hero. This whole, like, do we really need a Superman in this world? I don't – I mean, no. And then, the Superman's cool. He has powers. He's faster than a speeding then, bullet. Like, um, Lex Luthor, he put a bomb in um this guy's wheelchair, and it it was like a um a big bomb, so it, it exploded where Superman was talking to Congress, Congress, and um or the Senate, one of the two. And when he was flying out, he was just standing there in the air, and he was like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just he never looks happy in this movie. There's no, just like no joy. It's the only joy was in the um in the start where he was making out with Lil Pine. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, I it would be cool for me to see if um Superman and Flash had a race to see who was quicker. Maybe see that that kind of stuff is fun. That's the fun of the superheroes, right? And that that's the kind of a, a fun scene like that is what was missing in this movie. I'm hoping that when we get to Justice League, that they have more of those moments of. You know, and I hope the Flash is more jokey, like in the comic. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. So, if if you look at Avengers: Age of Ultron, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when they're just sitting around, hanging out, trying to lift Thor's hammer. Right? Yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah. I mean, and you get to kind of get to know the characters a little bit more, get to know the superiors. You see why they're friends, right? So, but well, what was that? What was that? That the red the um. A dude with the red face. What was vision. his name? The vision. Vis- vision. He, but that was a little funny. He literally just picked that up like it was nothing. He was like, he was like, I need well, to get ready for battle. Take your hammer. Yeah. Well, that that scene meant a lot more because of what happened earlier, right? I mean, you can see how all these scenes are connected. They all matter. And everybody um, was like, Did he just pick up his hammer? Yeah. So you sure that's not a fake. So for me, Batman, Batman versus Superman. It, it, there was some cool stuff in there, and I, I definitely want to watch it again. But it would just—it just didn't come together the way I, I was hoping it would. The one thing I want to do is when we review Civil War, I want to compare the two. We will. We will. I—I I think Superman he needs to be grateful for the powers that he has and yeah. stuff because, like, he was just like when he was working with for the newspaper for the newspaper, he was just acting like all undercover. Yeah, he was. And then he kept on going back. He kept on going back to his mom's house. Yeah, so like his mom. I couldn't imagine either one of your mothers, let alone my yeah. mother, say, you don't owe this world anything. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't want to be a hero, you don't have to be. Yeah, just go back to where you came from. I mean, he he, he is like, you know, um, and so I don't know if you guys realize this. He's okay? like from an opera. No, listen, listen. So uh, I don't know if you guys realize this, but when Superman was created, it was back in, I think, like the 1930s, okay? It was these two young guys. They were Jewish. They had immigrated. They were like, you know, they had a classic like immigrant story coming from another country to the United States to make a better life, all this stuff. And so when they created a hero, he was the ultimate immigrant, right? He had come instead of from another country, came from another world, 
came here to have a better life and found like the American way. All, all that stuff is gone, right? They're all like, I hate aliens. Get out of here. <laughs> you know? I think there was in, in, um, Batman vs. Superman, I think there was one, just one like inappropriate part about when, when the, um, senator for Kentucky, when she was talking to Lex Luthor at Lex Luthor's party about if you mix like the Granny's peach tea and stuff yeah. that and made that and then when she went when she went to court um versus Superman when she was talking she she saw that little cup of the Granny's peach tea yep. which I'm not gonna say what, what, yeah. what it was yep, but yep. then she started she was like speechless at the end and then uh, just. Big yeah, that's when she realized that she had been played. Yeah, um, exactly. Lex, like, Lex Luthor was acting like a mad scientist. He was like, yeah. yeah so I, he didn't even have any backstory about how he hated Superman. He was just like, I'm yeah. going to be Lex Luthor and I'm going to hate aliens because I can't. So the one thing I've always been worried about with all these DC movies is, you know, they're tr- I, whether they say it or not, I feel like they're trying to catch up to Marvel. But Marvel had... Like six movies Already. before they got to the Avengers, right? Yeah. They had Man of Steel, which wasn't supposed to be connected to anything. It was just supposed to be a, a standalone Superman movie. The Captain America. Well, no, no, that's that's Marvel. So they had they had the okay. Superman Man of Steel, and then they said, "Hey, guess what? We should make a whole connected universe like Marvel." So they made Batman versus Superman. And, it's and now called, the jump into um, Suicide Squad and um, Justice League. Yeah, so th- I mean, this one's called Dawn of Justice, which means Justice, Justice League is League. next. And they're like, screw it, let's forget about the whole story plan. I just like, screw it. Let's just go straight to Justice put, League. But I think let's one just thing, put the extra ones in and just screw it. Screw. I think I think one thing that's good about about DC Comics is the game that they made on on your iPad or like phone called Injustice. Because I've all the all the um, DC comics mm-hmm. characters, so like Lex Luthor, Joker, Harley Quinn. That's, that's the thing they have. They have some really cool characters to play with, and they have the more famous characters. Yep. A lot oh, yeah. of people don't yeah. know about um, these characters. Like uh, Marvel, they didn't even know about the characters until they made the movies. So. I'm thinking that they're just screwing it because well, they're they're just going they're, they're just trying to go faster and faster because people already know their story they already know who Batman is Superman Flash Aquaman Cyborg and a lot of people don't know who Cyborg is Wonder Woman a lot of people know but the, even even though they know the names they still don't know the the history how many people know that the Flash can actually travel through time and dimensions this guy yeah not you, me yeah <laughs> unless you're watching the Flash. TV, TV show or read the comics, you don't know that. How many people know that Wonder Woman is over a hundred years old and from the, you know from the Amazon? I found that out in the movie. This guy, exactly. But, but um, one thing, one thing that DC Comics is doing is better at than Marvel is your game because Marvel, their court courtesy of champions. I don't really think that's like a a good game and stuff. I I would still go for Injustice because you have yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you have Deathstroke and I like I really like Deathstroke. We yeah, should, like you should, have um all these new characters you know, in the uh, game and they introduce some introduce different dimensions. Yeah, so we're not going. We don't. Let's not go off onto the game. We should. We we can do that on uh, maybe the next episode. Episode of that would we'll do that as a grudge match. The DC games versus the Marvel games. Um, so oh, there's only one Marvel game, though. There's no, like there's multiple Marvel games. Like what? Uh, Ultimate Alliance was a great game. 
Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. But, like, the only new Marvel game is Marvel Battlegrounds on um, Disney Infinity. That's a, that's a good game. I want them to have, like, a comic book, like, game. Yeah, we'll talk about games later. All right, so... <laughs> Back ba- to the ba- movie. Batman vs Superman. Check it out. Let's let's wrap that up. Now let's do. Can't Sh- wait. Should people check it out? Yes, I I think yes. You know, it doesn't really. I, honestly, I, even if I said no, it doesn't really matter because it's such a big movie that you kind of have to check it out. You have yeah. to see for yourself what what came out of that. Because if they make a different movie, you're not. If you're gonna like be a little confused. It's all connected now. All right. Um. Now let's do. Um. Can't wait. Is it time yet? Is it time I can't wait? Is it time yet? Is it time I can't wait? So usually when we do this segment, everybody brings a can't wait to the table. But today we're only going to do one. Jacob, what are we doing? Captain America Civil War. There's been a lot of hype on it on YouTube and other things. And the movie has been let out to special people. At the premiere and the special screenings, yep. Yep. So, they've great, getting, gave great reviews, five stars, five out of five. It's, it's gotten a lot of good buzz so far. So, uh, and people, and some people said Spider-Man was great and they wanted more of them. So yeah. Tyler, Captain America Civil War, you know, um, originally Batman versus Superman and Captain America Civil War were supposed to come out in the same day. And DC backed off, and they went to March, and Captain America stayed still. They probably said, "This is our day." Yeah, but Marvel's like, "Hey, we've been we've been doing these movies. You need to back off." Um, so, are you looking forward to Captain America: Civil War? Yes or no? Yes, definitely. Because I just want I want to see this is gonna be because I, I want to see why are they splitting up? Because like when when I know the first why. time the first time when I saw when the first time when I saw. It, in, in the commercial, my mom was like, this is not a movie. They don't have Hulk in it. And I was like, just because of one character, even though he makes all the damage and stuff, doesn't mean real anything. And isn't it basically like another Captain America movie? This this is a, a Captain America sequel. This is the sequel to The Winter Soldier. But can, can I tell you why they're fighting? Yeah, go ahead. So they're fighting because the government is like, hey... You know you're running around and breaking a lot of stuff with your superhero powers, right? And um, Iron Man's like, I have a lot of guilt. I've done a lot of things wrong. I think we need to be watched over by the government. Cap's like, no, we should be be able to do what we want and save the world the way we need to. And Cap's like, you need to be thankful for what we do. And then... Um, Iron Man has his own team, and Cap has his own team, and they fight to the death. But, I don't know if they fight to the death. Yeah, I mean. So here, here's why I think this movie is going to work where Batman versus Superman did not. Because there's already been movies where destruction has happened, and there's already that you know there's, there's been guilt. So you're going to tell me what I think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind. So here's what I think. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, it's exactly what you said. So yeah, they've had 12 movies to build up to this. You know the characters. You've seen Steve Rogers and Tony Stark become friends over all these movies. So if they're going to kind of 
be fighting against each other, you know, you you, you have feelings about that, right? There's gonna be tears. I mean. I, we like these two characters as friends. They're really cool. You know, like the, the, the opening scene in the Avengers, I mean, in, in uh, Age of Ultron, where Tony Stark said something he probably shouldn't have, and Cap says, language. You know, they had those little back and forth. Um, so you've seen these guys become friends, and you like them as friends. We don't know if we're going to like them as enemies, you know? So we're going to go into this movie, and, and we have feelings for these characters. There's been a lot of There's supposed to be tears in the movie. I think, I think that... Captain America. So how Alec, how Jacob said that Captain America is like no, no, no. I think Captain America is much more mature than Iron Man because, like in the other Iron Man movies, like I say in Iron Man Two, how when he when he threw that big old party, he was like he was drinking a lot of alcohol yep. and stuff. He was damaging the house, and Colonel Rhodes had to come just just to get him straight and stuff, even though that didn't work out. But Captain America's like, come on, stop! you stop playing around. We need to help the city. We're yep. the only ones that they're counting on. Yeah, and, that, and, that's a, and that's a great point, right? So these guys come from two different views where Captain America, he, like you said, he's a lot more mature. He's been doing the right thing because of Doing the right thing, right? Not because he's of it. a full-on country boy. Well, no, he's. It's not because somebody told him what to do. He inherently does the right thing because it's the right thing to do, right? Well, he helps the Jesus. He helps the little man. He's always fighting for the underdog, but it's not because you know somebody in the U.S. government told him to do that. He's just doing that because it's the right thing. Yes. Now he's Captain America because. He believes in what America stands for and all that stuff, but he's also not naive to think that there's not bad people, you know, in the government or whatever. He's uh, a true. He's a true leader. Yeah. And one thing I think, if Hulk was in this, I would think he would be on Captain America's team because Agent Romanoff, Agent Romanoff is on Captain America's team. And oh no, she ain't. No, she's she on not. Iron Man's team. Oh dang! Then I think. She's Team I, Iron Man. I think um, then, never mind. I think Hulk will be on Iron Man's team because Hulk has basically a crush on a- Asia Romanoff, nope. and then so that that would be like that bring them more together. So, so here's what I'll say: as far as the does it make sense that they are they're fighting? It makes a lot more sense that these guys are, are fighting than you know the whole Batman versus Superman thing. Yeah, um, because there's a there's a, a website called MCU Exchange and all they do is cover Marvel movies and on their YouTube channel they've created this video and I'll put a link to it it's called MCU it's called MCU Supercut and if you watch this video and I'll play a little bit of it right now it's called The Road to Civil War yep MCU Supercut sorry yeah thank you The Road to Civil War if you watch this video it's like 7 minutes long we'll actually post it to our Facebook page too it gives a good kind of you know lead up to why they would be fighting in the first place so let's uh let's let's listen to a little bit of this so right now they're showing a lot of the destruction from the earlier movies yup I saw young Americans killed by the very weapons I created to defend them and protect them. Sokovia. And I saw that I had become 
part of a system that is comfortable with zero accountability. For as long as I can remember, I just wanted to do what was right. I guess I'm not quite sure what that is anymore. Those are actually the scenes that were cut from the adventures. Throw myself back. Follow orders, sir. Do you know those were deleted scenes? It's just not the same. Because he was in that movie theater before he went to the boxing place. Even when I had nothing, I had Bucky. Who the hell is Bucky? There was an idea called the Avengers Initiative. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. No. See if they could work together. So this video is supposed to tell you... Fight the battle. Um, all the Marvel movies coming up the Civil War in seven minutes. through a hole in space. We're standing 300 feet below it to experience things. Yeah, so anyway, just back and forth between some Cap scenes, some Iron Man scenes, and you really start to see how they've built up over these 12 movies, right? And when I say 12, that's every single movie that Marvel's put out from Iron Man through um, Ant-Man. Um, so that includes Guardians of the Galaxy, which they obviously were not in, but still, there's a lot of buildup, right? And you can get, you can see, um, the structure. You can see the growth and, and you can see how we got to this point, right? Even in Hulk, how he got yeah. mad and how he and the other, um, whatchamacallit bad guy made a lot of destruction. I mean, Hulk just got put, like, in the Hulk movie, Bruce Banner, or the uh, other actor. Are you talking about the, got, the abomination? Yeah, yeah. So he got pushed off like a little uh, helicopter, uh-huh. like like fifty feet over the over the city. They just like pushed him off a little bit, and he made like a giant hole. Yeah, that was. And he cool. just walked, and, and then he just stood up, and he was the Hulk. Yeah. So anyway. So I have a question to all you folks listening. Okay, what is it? Um. Whose team would you rather go for? Team Marvel? I mean, you mean Team Cap? No. Oh, oh, Team Marvel, okay. Team Marvel or, or Team DC, Team oh. DC Comics. Oh. I would, I would generally go for Team Marvel because they have like, in the Avengers movies, they have, so like, they have basically like a good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Cause like, say, like how in FIFA have a good, like a chemistry, they would have a good chemistry, but in, in most of the DC Comics movies, all of them are not, like, really together. Yeah. <laughs> so far. Alex, you can go now. And Jacob. I mean, Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> so, um, so I would be on Team Marvel slash Marvel Studios because they have already built up fans, already built up Toy collections already been on all of that, all that stuff. I mean, for Civil War, they already have characters that they still need to introduce, and they already have a lot. I mean, they they have built up a whole movie collection that they are putting out in 2016 and 2017, yep, and they and they know that they're gonna get ready to make Infinity War. They have all the characters planned out for what place they're going to be in. Um, DC, though, they're just jumping ahead, not knowing what will happen in these movies because of speed and time and just catching up. So I would be on T 
Team Marvel. So I would be Team Marvel, and the main reason is Kevin Feige. Um, he's been there since the beginning, even before Marvel was making their own movies. And he's really done a good job of letting the creators come in and create, but being that glue between all the movies, right? So Yeah, yeah. So he's the one who's in there, and he knows enough about Marvel that he can you know suggest, well, why don't you just do this? It still accomplishes what you want, but then ties into this other thing. Ties right. into the comics. Right, so, uh, well, t- ties into the whole Marvel Universe. So it isn't so moody, and he's like, yeah. Anyway, um, so, you know, because of that, I don't see DC having that central person that, that is guiding the ship. I think they've wanted that, but nobody's really kind of been able to do it. They had too many, too many chefs in the kitchen, and it shows. Um, so I'm hoping that, that, you know, they'll, they'll get that straight because I do want DC to be successful as well. Um, but I'm definitely Team Marvel right now. Oh, and there's one more thing I'm Team Marvel for. Um, I'm Team Marvel also because they already have TV shows and they already have DC back, I mean, um, Disney backing them up because Disney bought them. Now they have like little toys called Zoom Zooms out of them. Um, yeah, but they have more merchandise. And if you go to Disney World or a Disney shop, you're probably going to see a Marvel section because Marvel's become a big part in a Mar- lot of companies. Marvel's a big brand now. I mean, too. they even have now like their own professional helmet that you can get and a um, shield. So there's an Iron Man helmet and there's a shield. There's a lot of stuff. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go on forever talking about all the stuff, but there's a lot of DC stuff too. Um, talking about the movies though. Um, so yeah, so definitely Team Marvel there, Tyler. Um, but yeah, as far as the, you know, can't wait. I cannot wait for Civil War. I keep on hearing all the reviews. And I'll be better. I'm, you know. Then Batman be so I love Captain America. Has always been one of my favorite characters. So uh, Winter Soldier is like my favorite Marvel movie. Um, this looks like it's going to be right up there. Um, they're introducing one of my favorite characters, which is Black Panther. I love Black Panther. Uh, the fact that they made the deal with Sony to bring Spider-Man back into the Marvel family is amazing. Um, no pun intended. Uh, so I'm, I, I cannot wait. I really cannot wait. I'll probably see this movie three times that weekend. I hope they have some puns from Spidey and he's cocky. Which he is in the comics. <laughs> So, and in the whole movie, I think I'm going to go for Captain America's team because, like, in all the Captain America movies at the end, at, at the end when it's come down, Captain America, he's always won. And I think he's still going to win this, even though Iron Man has, uh, like, the gadgets uh-huh. and stuff. But Captain America, he, like, Iron Man might, like, like do something wrong a little in the movie, maybe. Yeah, it, it's- hey, hey, hey. I'm on Team Cap, even though Iron Man's probably gonna win because you you got Iron Man who's probably more powerful than you know Cap. You got War Machine, which is like a second Iron Man, and then you have Vision, one of one of the strongest Avengers. Mm-hmm. You have Black Panther, a king of a nation. You have Black Widow, a spy, and you have Spidey. And then you have the whole government behind his back. I mean, how are you going to beat that with, like, five superpower individuals? Yeah, I mean, some of them can only shoot a bow. It's, I mean, only a bow. It's it, you know, it, it's tough because 
when you watch the movie, you're gonna you're gonna be listening to Cap and like, you know what? He's right. I'm all team Cap. Then Tony Stark's gonna come up and he's gonna give his explanation. And you're like, well, actually, he's right too. I'm Team Iron Man. Because Team Iron Man, because Iron Man, he can make he can bring a party too. Yeah. If it was in real life, I'd be on Team Iron Man yeah, for but, the safety of the world. Yeah, I mean, you you can understand both of their points. That's what makes it such a good conflict, such a good movie. So anyway, Captain America: Civil War comes out May sixth, and they'll have uh, you know the early screenings on uh, May fifth on Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. Um, I was supposed to be born on that day. That's right. Uh, so I'm super, super excited. I cannot wait. Like I said, that weekend I will probably try to see that three times. Maybe we can take your mom for Mother's Day because Mother's Day is that Sunday. We so. might see it on the Disney Cruise. Well, I hope. And this, <laughs> well, I won't be. Well, and this is our can't wait. And one, well, I don't know. We might not be able to see it through the whole week because Logan's birthday is. All right, too much information. Let's go. TMI. FTM play. Still got it. All right. So our review of the week is. So the review of this week is the Jungle Book, a whole other type of universe to the Marvel universe. It's not a universe. Jungle Book is all Disney. Yeah, it's just a Disney movie. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. there's nothing connected. Well, they're about to do more live action movies like but, they're doing Pete's Dragon. But they're not connected. People think that they are connected. You think that they're connected. You want them to be connected. Exactly. You, you like want they're you, not. You want Cinderella to show up in the jungle like, oh, hey. have you seen my shoe? <laughs> cool. I, I want Pete's dragon. I want him, I want to see like Pete since he's like running around in the forest. And then you see Mowgli like running past him and he's like, who's that kid? He looks like me. Yeah. Okay. Back to the review, please. Um, all right. So IMDb, uh, this movie stars Neil Sethi. Um, and everybody else in the movie is computer generated, so there's a whole bunch of voices. Scarlett um, Johansson's in it. Bill Murray, Ben Kingsley, Idris Elba, Scarlett Johansson, Lupita Nyong'o, um, Giancarlo Esposito, there's Christopher Walken, there's a whole bunch of stars. King Louis! Um, so the description is, the man come Mowgli flees the jungle after a threat from the tiger Shere Khan. Guided by Bagheera, the panther, and the bear Baloo, Mowgli embarks on a journey of self-discovery, though he also meets creatures who don't have his best interest at heart. Mm-mm. All right, so Tyler, where, how did you see this movie? Did you see it regular or in 3D? I saw an IMAX 3D. Me too. All right, so we saw an IMAX 3D as well. It was great. You need to see it in 3D. Jacob told me to see it in 3D. Ja- I, I am not a big 3D person. And Jacob said this movie was made to be seen in 3D. It's a big spectacle movie. We have to see it in 3D. So if I told Jacob, we're going to see it in 3D. We went all the way. We did IMAX 3D. I'm going to ask you the question. Was it worth it? Yes. Jacob says yes. Tyler. It was a little worth if you did If you just did 3D, you'll probably like it. Well, no, just it. the 3D in general. Would you? Do would you think it's better to watch it in 3D or, or not in 3D? Oh, 3D. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, like, the review says you need shit in 3D. It's like the best movie ever in 3D. Yeah, I, I'm not a 3D fan, and I will say the 3D is worth it. I mean, yeah. This movie is beautiful. 
like the, like even the elephants walk out at you and stuff. It, well, it, it, there wasn't a lot that really came out. It, I would say it had more depth. Right, I mean, it, it felt like you could walk into that movie screen and keep walking exactly. and walking right into that jungle. Yeah, it was deep. It wasn't a whole bunch of stuff coming out at you. There wasn't a whole bunch of tricks like that. It was it was like a little world. bit. I think me, like, so my dad, he he like hates snakes and stuff. And I think some uh, some of it was just a little creepy because this, I thought the snake was gonna be his friend because I haven't seen like the the actual one, like the cartoon. In the, the cartoon, cart- one. in the cartoon, the snake was a boy. So and. It was a little like creepy because I thought the snake was gonna be his friend, was gonna be Mowgli's friend, but they was trying to eat it. And then Babalu the bear came along and saved him, yep. even though he lied about the hibernation thing. Yeah, Baloo was Baloo was funny. So if you've seen the original Jungle Book, it does it's a lot like that. But yeah, it does but make, there's different um, genders. And it, stuff. Well, not just that. It does change. Like the ending is a little bit different. It does change some differences. But overall, mm-hmm. animation more different. um more threats to the jungle. So let me ask you this. The CG for the for all of the animal characters. Those are all computer generated. There's no real like animals. Almost the entire movie was filmed in front of a green screen, right? So a lot of that jungle wasn't real. Animals weren't real. Did you ever feel like you were watching like a cartoon, or did it did did it come? Did 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 the photorealistic you know look of the animals did that work for you? Looked like the animals because. But like how you how you said that it was made by like basically all the animals were made by camera because in the rainforest you would never see like a town basically just across just across from it talking about a red flower which is actually fire yeah <laughs> yeah like so Jacob the question did- they were I didn't think they were they looked like no cartoon because not like not all the animals were smart and they didn't all talk but like like the elephants they were just like mm. but just Mowgli, walking around Mowgli to like to the animal world he wasn't like that smart but but in but he had like his tricks and stuff and he was really smart to there because when yeah. they when the elephant when the ele- when the baby elephant was Shh. Spoilers. We're not but, spoilers yet. But he had tricks, which wasn't in the movie at all. Like, he, like so, in so, the cartoon, he was just a regular boy that learned his tricks from Baloo. But, what, but what, Baloo. his tricks weren't really tricks. Yeah, they were more like contraptions. Right. They were the fact that he was, since he was a man, he could build machines. He's like yeah. Pee Wee Her- He's like a Pee Wee Herman. How is he like a Pee Wee Herman? Because, uh, like, in Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, the, the new, in Pee Wee Herman Big Adventure, the, the newest one, he had like um he has his own like breakfast coming out, and he literally got oh, he into his car. Those crazy uh, inventions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, he's kind of like um who's that? He was on Boomerang. It was like an eighty show, and he had that orange hair, and he was that small little kid. Uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, that's who he's like. He's like yeah. Dexter. Yeah. Nobody like him. So, uh, you know, I'll say that the special effects or the, the CGI in this movie was amazing. Because um, I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching this, I knew that they were CGI and I was looking like at every little detail. And yeah. I mean, you would see like the ears on some of the animals were like, you know, flopping and, you know, the whiskers were moving and it was just everything, every little detail was there. But some, but some of like, so how um, it was literally live action. Yeah. 
But like so my dad, my dad said that it was like you can literally see the blood even though you like you didn't. Cause like when Shere Khan when he bit into the animal, you didn't see any blood. He they were just like laid down on the ground and stuff. And the only time you basically saw what blood was when was when the was when the when the lady snake when she told the story about Mowgli's mm-hmm. dad. Yeah, and, and you then, can see all like the blood around. And him. then his eye, his, his one of his eyes wasn't that because of the fire. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I think uh, overall the movie just looked amazing. Yeah. Um, the 3D was amazing. So technically, the movie was amazing. Um, all right. The so, only cartoon thing that looked to me was the blood under um, his dad. And you know, at the end of the day, it's still a kids' movie. It's still made for kids, yeah. right? The baboon, the, and the baboon the, was huge. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And then King the other movie. thing was. Um, the how it it was it went into um the snake's eye. Let's go into spoilers because most of the great scenes and the great stories in the spoilers. Yeah, so let's let's talk about story and stuff. Spoiler and alert! We'll go into spoilers and then we'll we'll give our final uh, review. All right. It's time for spoilers. You have been warned. Okay, so at this point, we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about, so spoilers are, are wide open. I'm the spoilerzilla. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, so the movie technically was amazing. We got it. What about the story? You were there to, to watch a story about this kid. Oh, can I can I talk about... So I thought it was cool how it was still like back in time because this was like when... Not like... Like the real Indian Indian people, not like the North American Indians. India, yeah, yeah, India people, and that's what the movie set. It's like in India. Yeah, so I I liked how it was still like it's they still talk like it was back in time, but it but it still had that like modern look kind mm. of thing to it. Yep. Like how there was this steel rock and it had a hole in it, and um when it when it got dry and there wasn't that much water. And you could see the hole in the rock. Then it was peaceful, and you couldn't um, eat or kill anything. You I, couldn't the, break that law. I like that. I thought that was pretty cool. The law. jungle law. Yeah. And then, and then Shere Khan was like, "I know Mowgli's there. I'm about to kill him." Oh, but but then the wolves are like, "You know, this is our kid, right?" And the still rock still has a circle. So he was like. When the water flows high and the still rock is gone, I will go for Mowgli. Yeah. No matter what. I think so Mowgli Mowgli was pretty was pretty cool about like his his um his inventions and stuff cuz like how how when he was getting stung by those bees to get um honey for for yeah, Babylon, yeah. he would he B- blue, was blue 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 he it was pretty like pretty cool he was climbing up and then he used all those other creatures that were saying oh no that's not a monkey it's a man yeah, right. and then and then the the um back Baloo, he was about to eat the little armadillo, armadillo, because he was like, nope, it's not a monkey. And he was like, he was like, shut up. Yeah. He's like, he's like, your, um, your extinction level is lower. Your extinction level <laughs> is the lowest it can be right now. Yeah. He was like, you're about to become extinct. 
So yeah. the, the characters in this movie were really, really good. And here's the funny thing. I knew who all the characters were going to be, right? I've seen the original Jungle Book. I knew about Shere Khan. I knew about Baloo. But I knew about Mowgli. But you know, I like these versions of the characters so much more. Um, so, I mean, they did a great job. Um, There's one thing that I like. I like how um, as as time passed, his um, his inventions got better with the balloon. Yeah. Like he started out just having like a stick. Um, either had like the, like this vine, not like the vine comedy one, but the like real jungle vine strapped to a tree, and then he was like um, safetying himself with a stick, and he was like poking it down. So then as it went by, he had more of a machine, and he had more like armor, and he had like these li- this li- these leaves clothes. Yep. So when they tried to sting, all it would do was like it, pop. He was a smart kid, smart kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, when, when, he was whipped, when he was whipped the wolves, it, um, they were saying that he cannot use any of its inventions, like the one when 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 he was at the peace rock. Wasn't it called peace rock? Yeah, it was like peace this rock. little bowl. Yeah, it was that this, he could it throw was out. Little bowl with the net, and then he threw it out into the water. And they're like, "No, you cannot use this. This is the chemical." So this yeah, is, it would just get him water instead so that, of him licking it. So that speaks to the progression of Mowgli, right? So the beginning of the movie, they're like, "Stop, you know, doing your tricks, you know, whatever." But by the end of the movie, what was the message? You can you can figure out. There's more ways to figure out a problem than doing it the way most people believe to. Right. The 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 the, the message was don't conform to be a wolf because you're not a wolf, right? I like play, play. I like Gray. He was like he when when Mowgli left the jungle to go to manhood. Gray he was like all he was all like when will Mowgli come back? Yeah, Gray was the, the baby wolf. Yeah, was kind of like his I guess his brother. And then Shere Khan he was literally um telling that story. He was I think he was probably about to try to eat them when the mother cub was asleep. Shere Khan was bad. He was evil. He was a good bad guy. He's a very good bad guy. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So the next question. What did you think about the little kid who played Mowgli? What did you think about his acting? I thought his acting was good, but it could have been better if there was more things for him to look at. But he was like, uh, what about me? What should I do? It was just, it wasn't like, like I do. What, what do you mean? Sometimes what do you- I do play camp and they give me script and they give me shorter than they give me one week to learn the script. They give me one week to learn the songs because I do musicals with them. And I do great because they they rehearse. And they've been rehearsing for, like, who knows when and who knows how. But I just feel like that character, Mowgli, could have been at least more emotional. What do you mean by he had nothing to look at? Like, he had nothing to look at because most of the things in the movie were just CGI. Right, right. So they weren't real people, real characters. I, th- I think he did. I think he did really good. Like he, I think he fit the part for it. Like when he was with Baloo, when they were singing that song and stuff, he was like peaceful. And then in the cartoon, even though I haven't see- seen like the cartoon um, type, I still think that he was good for the part. But even though he was on Baloo's belly, which was probably like an animatronic going down a river, which probably meant he could see and talk and continue with the thing instead of just looking at nothing and being well, they, like, Jacob, what They give him some points of reference. It's just not going to look like the final movie. If you look at any like behind the scenes on a, on a DVD where there's a lot of special effects and CGI, um, most of the actors will tell you how hard it is to act 
you know, against the green screen. You see it on Disney sometimes, yeah. like in the Ant Man for behind the scenes. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like um, in the uh, in Captain America: Civil War, where they do the airport scene, like in the trailer, most of that was CGI, so they didn't know what they were looking at. Right. They didn't know what was behind them, in front of them, beside them. So, except the characters and the actors. Again. Anytime you see that stuff, most of the time you'll see the actor say how hard it is to act in that in front of the CGI. So for this little kid who I'm sure doesn't have much acting experience to be able to come in and do this, I think he did a great job. I think as you watch the movie, and I know they don't normally film movies in in order, um, but I think you actually see him become a stronger actor throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he finishes sentences and he he got more emotional through Yeah, the I think he Mowgli, got, Mowgli, he's fast. He's like a uh Usain Bolt. Kid. Yeah, I know, right? Um so overall I, I, I thought he was a he was a good actor. So let's um wrap it up. Oh but um so you remember in the beginning when he, when Mowgli was having a race with the um with the Panther what was the Panther's name? Bagheera. Bagheera. Um, when Bagheera told him about um, that it was a tree that was about to die, and when he fell, it lost the race. At the end of it, when yeah, yeah, he used that for one of his tricks. Yeah, so um, he was being chased by the end of it. So when the tiger, the tiger was um, he was coming down. And he was like, "Did you really think you could fool me?" And then Mowgli, he was just. And it was like when um, Shere Khan when he popped out of nowhere, yeah. And so even though he fell, and then he um, then he died into the flames of so, fire. So he, flower, Jacob, that's a great example of when we talk about movies, right? And when I talk about a good movie versus a bad movie, a good movie lays things down early in the movie that pay off later, right? So the whole. Race with the with the um, with the wolves and Bagheera at the beginning. It served two purposes, right? It served the first purpose of him trying to be like a wolf instead of trying to be like a human, right? Yeah. It, it sets it set that up. Trying but, to resist the tricks, but then it also sets up the whole thing with the tree, right? Because yeah, yeah. if they didn't set up the tree early on in the movie and then they use it at the end, it wouldn't make sense. So good movies do that. Right, this movie was was from a story perspective had all of those pieces where it introduced things early on and it paid off by the end of the movie. So nothing in the movie was there as fluff, right? If they showed it in the movie, it was important to the overall story. So uh, anyway, Jacob, I think you were saying. So they had a lot of setup, and the one thing that I think was most dramatic. With him and the best acting was when he went to his um where he came from to the like the little the village yeah the, like the village and he took like a torch the lantern yeah, the, yeah the he torch took, yeah yeah and he ran back to the and there's sparks and then when he turned around he was like yeah. I forgot about the sparks and like, then like he looked back and said what are those <laughs> like there was like big flames like, what are those? I mean how do you get flames that fast that's my question he's like and, two seconds later whoosh. and then they said Mowgli what did you do he said my name is Jeff yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he's like, I come from the man who I wouldn't have to steal the red flower. And, and then, um, so, um, so he was like, 
prove yourself to the animals that, that what monster you are from the man village. And then and then he was like, no, no. And he, and he, he was like crying. And this has been another segment of Jacob Tells You the entire movie, and there's no need to go watch it. Yes. You need to wrap it up. So, Jacob. So when he throws it in the lake, he's like, that's the dumbest thing you just did, son, because now I all right, so it's time to wrap up. Jacob's still recounting the entire movie to himself. Let's go around. Let's go around and do our ratings. And we always start with our guest. So Tyler, on a scale of one to five, and again, they can be five whatevers. Uh, what's your rating for the Jungle Book? Five rotten tomatoes. Five rotten tomatoes. Which means good. Okay. Uh, five red flowers. Five red flowers. Nice, you stole mine. Uh, I am going to give it. Um, I'll give it five uh, man cubs because um, I, I really liked the movie. I thought it was really good. I had a great time. Um, Every character played it. Yes. Yeah. And they had even the music from the old. Yeah, the, the you know, and that but was. But the only new um song was uh, I want the red flower. They changed the, 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 the yeah the baboon. But, but the, yeah, that's the only way that they would meet King Louis. That, that but that wasn't new. That was in the old movie too. Uh, they no, just, it wasn't. They changed it a little bit. There was no red flower in the movie. But the whole I want to be like you that song was in the movie. Yeah. Anyway, um. So I thought it worked all around. Enjoyed it. I thought the, the 3D IMAX experience was great. Um, this is definitely a movie that I feel like you need to see in the theater instead of waiting for it to come home on Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, you don't need to watch it on an iPhone or an iPad or you know, a little TV. Just go to the movie theater. I suggest you go to Studio Movie or Grill if you live in North Carolina. If they have one in another state because bring they bring food to you in the restaurant. Yes. Yeah, they, they'd be like, take your food. That's where we saw Batman vs. Superman. That was, it's yeah, all, that, it's, it was. It's a great experience all yeah. around. All right, so um, I think we're done. This is a wrap. All right, folks, we'll see you later on the next episode. Going to go get my augmented reality jungle book. I'm going to go stand in line for Captain America Civil War. Peace. Yeah, me too. And that was another episode of FPM Play. Thanks for listening. Become part of the show by sending us an email at feedback at fpmplay.com or calling our feedback line at 704-266-2376. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, 